0: Hey, let's talk about breaking the cycles.
1: Welcome to Breaking the Cycles with Lazina and Tasia. I am your host Lazina, and I'm here with my daughter Tasia. Hi. We're so glad that you can join us as we talk about our journey of rediscovering ourselves after experiencing sexual and emotional trauma. We want to try and bring awareness on the effects through the eyes of victims, survivors, and their family families. Since this is our, this is our first segment, we're going to go into a little bit of our backstory and how our lives changed over the past year. My brother, Arfan, is joining us today. He has offered incredible support and has been my spiritual mentor, Arfan.
2: Hello, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for being here.
2: All right, so a big thing is, you know, why did this, you know, wh- where does breaking the cycle come from? What does that really mean?
1: Um, for for me, it's such a broad concept of breaking the cycle. Um, there's several different types of cycles and patterns that we repeat as um, we Based on cultural conditioning, um, not being aware of our parenting styles, um, doing what we've been taught and just keep on recycling that same message to our children. And we end up maybe not doing the right things all the time. Mm -hmm. So um, I just wanted to kind of get into the different types of cycles there are. And bring awareness to how we can make a change to them and break them.
2: Gotcha, gotcha. So you said a few things that I'm personally not familiar with. And I know some some people might not be familiar with too as well. When you say cultural conditioning, what exactly does that? What does that mean? What does that entail?
1: Well, con- cultural conditioning is gr- growing up in. For example, I grew up as Indian and. We have a certain type of behaviors that we learn from our parents based that was given to them from their parents and it became acceptable. Um, one of the examples I can give is uh, your, your family is coming to visit you and you have to go and give a hug to this person without mm-hmm. taking into the account that this child may not be, may not want that hug. Mm -hmm. and you're forcing them to give that adult a a hug without really, truly thinking about the child's perspective of this and how that might occur. Um, So that's just a small example. There's so many others, uh, especially um, where we just kind of don't take our children's feelings into account. And yeah, I
2: get, I get that. I think that clarifies at least to get to understanding what the gist of it is. So tell us, like, how did we get to this point? Like, why do you feel like now is the best time to talk about this this topic? Um, are there other are resources out there?
1: There are so many resources out there that you can, um, that people are, uh, that's available to people. So you... Um, You can anonymously uh, confide in someone. You can call the RAIN rain hotline or any other uh, um, advocacy for uh, sexual assault. And you can get a lot of resources to help to kind of see uh, how to prevent this from happening or opening up and what are your next steps, getting into counseling and all of those um, things that encompass healing. Um but my reason is what happens after all of this? Mm-hmm. What happens after the child that was brave enough come forward and how how does it get handled? If a child is a minor then the DCF gets involved and but if your child is older and adult like mine and finally comes out, we have to wait on due process while the law takes the sweet there's a sweet time, who helps the, ch- the child and their families cope? Therapy is available, but it's still an everyday struggle and there's a lot of emotions to deal with, especially for the victim, but it affects the entire family as a whole. For my situation, I have two other kids as well that this has affected.
2: Yeah, I got it. that's awesome. So let's bring this brings us now I want to definitely bring to see on because she was that brave child who actually was able to speak so i wanted her to introduce herself and also kind of share her opinion her view and why this is so why this is so needed right now and why it's important really for other children to not keep quiet to actually speak up and to and to express themselves and to just to kind of share and be empowered to open up so to see it go ahead and uh share with us
0: um Well, I feel that not that children shouldn't have to close themselves off. If they have an opinion, they should share it. If something is wrong that's happening to them, they shouldn't have to be afraid to say, this is what's wrong. I don't feel okay right now. Because in the end, we're only going to carry on what's happened to us into the future. And if we don't want to repeat the same mistakes that our parents have done to us, we can only try to help other people in understanding this is some of the wrong things that have happened to us and this is what we need to change Mm
2: -hmm.
0: because it's going to hurt us it's hurting us and we want to fix that so it doesn't hurt other children in the process the whole point is that trauma doesn't reflect again and again and again going back to breaking the cycles
2: Do you think there are reasons why someone may not speak out? Like they may wait years and years before saying anything?
0: Ultimately, it goes down to fear. Fear of their voice not being heard. Fear of that they won't be able to get help. And I know personally, fear of not wanting to get a loved one in trouble. Not wanting that this whole thing is going to change their whole point of view. Their entire life will change. And it just boils down to just fear
2: itself. Yeah, that's that's powerful. Fear is definitely a powerful motivator from not saying anything. I know from my own experience, but what happened to me when I was younger, I never said anything. I just kept it in, let it happen. And then eventually I was blessed enough to be taken out of that situation by moving out the country. But um, still, I never said anything and never actually opened up or never. And just basically... Let it just let it just happen. And again, it was for fear of that. Was I was I was I the one in the wrong? Right. And what would have happened to other people too as well? So I think that's definitely important. So if you can, both one of you, tell us like what's what's your mission behind breaking the cycle for being this voice right now with what currently is going on in the world? Um, like who are you? Like who are you? Who are you hoping that can hear this message that can be able to Get that braveness that desire of them to be able to actually speak up to if, not be held back. If you don't mind, i
1: help- sorry, go yeah, go ahead. I don't mind. Uh, for me, being a, mo- being a mother that, um, of a child that was sexually abused and being a survivor of sexual assault as well, I never expected that my child was going to go through this, and I experienced that. Um, that shame that comes with it and that guilt and the cell and the blame, right? So I, looked, I started looking to see if there's other parents that's been through this and how, what advice I can get and things like that. But I realized that a lot of people um, were silent about what they've been through or what their family's been through. So uh, that kind of inspired me to use my voice and help some of those people come out of, um, of this as well or at least know that there are, there are people like you and you're not alone in this and it is an everyday struggle and we can support each other and we can also change the way that we parent to prevent this from continuing. But more than, more importantly, having that support system to know that you can reach out to me publicly or privately and know that I'm going to listen to you um, uh, and I'm not going to just pass you off in an email or write, write, reply you three, four days later, like a business, that I will be here personally to help. At least that's for me.
0: Uh, On my side, it's more of that. I want to be that inspiration for the the new generation in a way where just not to be afraid of this whole standard where you're a child, you have to respect all of your elders. You cannot speak about um, what's happened to you. This is, it's it's a new life for you. This is your life. And I want to be that inspiration where You can share your story. Come to me. Tell me that you have an issue, and I will do my best to help you. I'll provide many resources for you. And our whole meaning behind this is to put our help out there, to share our stories. That way you can share your story. That way your voice is also heard in this because there's so much empowerment when you're able to share your story, and I want that for as many people as possible for them to come out with this.
2: Awesome. That's super powerful. Thank you so much to see and Lazina for sharing that. So what can our listeners kind of expect as we move forward? You know, we cover a little bit about, of you know, kind of what, we don't really go into detail what individually happened, but viewers can kind of get the gist of it. So what else do you want to share personally? And also what, you know, what can listeners expect to receive as we continue creating these episodes?
1: I, I want to bring awareness to a, a lot of topics. So it's, it is um, in the realm of sexual abuse, but it's also in the realm of mental health and emotional health. Um, I, I had to take a look at myself in order to understand how this stuff happened. And as I'm going through it, um, there are behavior patterns that I could have taken—not to say that I blame myself—but they are behavior patterns that I realize that would affect my my children or have affected my children.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And these are things that I can change about myself in order to better parent and help them become their truer selves. So they're not making, they're not carrying on this cycle. The baton doesn't pass on to them again. And they don't um, make decisions in the future based on not being a healed individual. So, my um, what listeners can expect from me, and I hope, is bringing awareness of topics that are on such a broad. Uh, scope of um, when it comes to emotional and mental health.
2: Alright, that's awesome. Love it. So, to you how about you?
0: On my side, I would like to, where well, the expectations are, at least for myself, is just to give as much resources out there on all of our social media platforms that different mm-hmm. ways where you can personally use yourself and not many people can afford a therapist and you know, our job is not to provide therapy, but to give certain topics and certain activities, not mental activities, and emotional activities that you can partake in on yourself uh, for that emotional growth, for that mental growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we're going to come up with so much more topics that on such a broad scale to dive into how to truly help yourself and how to truly help others in your homes, what what are some uh, certain topics that you see yourself in your family that you can change for, your, for the betterment of your own environment?
2: All right, awesome. So hopefully that helps everyone to kind of get an understanding of what to, what to expect in the, in the future. And, you know, it's, it's very powerful, coming from a place of vulnerability and to be able to share, to be able to open up. So you have Lazina and Tessia who is creating this platform to let you know that it's okay. It's okay to be brave and that you should be brave to open up and to also change the norms of what cultural conditioning can be. Plus more. It's such a big, big, deep topic and everyone has different impact and different effects in their life from it. So if someone is hearing this and they want to get a hold of you and reach out to you, what's the best way that they can reach out to you?
1: Well, we are on all platforms. Um, sorry, platforms. Social media. Um, to see, it has the um, Instagram and Twitter. I'm on, I'm on Facebook. We also have a website up. Um, there's There are links to the website on all of the social media pages as well. So you can you reach out follow- by email. Sorry.
0: Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was, I was going to just put in a little bit. You can follow us at breaking underscore the underscore cycles on our Instagram and on our Twitter. It's breaking the awesome. psych C Y C seven.
1: And on Facebook, it's breaking the cycles with Lizina and to Our website is also breaking the cycle. Dot net. <laughs> um, and so you can reach us by email Instant uh, our um, direct messages, uh, and most of you who know me knows how to reach me.
2: <laughs> awesome. So, is there anything else you want to share before we close out?
0: Be proud of all that you've accomplished today. Be just turn your day into something positive. Always wake up with that little bit of positivity. So, I want to end it on just be proud of everything that you've accomplished today. And we look forward to sharing so much more information with you.
1: Yes, thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we will continue on this topic and branch off into some other powerful topics that that are often considered taboo. We're very grateful and excited to have such an amazing support group behind us. Thank you guys so much for even listening.
2: All right, tune in next week for the next episode, and you all have a wonderful night or day.
0: Whichever time zone you guys are in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Hi, it's to see again. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you could please follow our Instagram at breaking underscore the underscore cycles, and our Twitter handle is breaking underscore the underscore psych CY7. Also, please sub to our website at breakingthecycles.net. See you next week.